Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Well, I want to welcome everybody to the November 9th WWE Raw post show again. Louis Dangor joins us. Go give him a follow. We don't have his socials and stuff up there as of right now, but he's at the Louis Dangor on uh, Twitter. Make sure you guys check that out. He also does a host of things for Wrestle Talk, who obviously we th- we are very fond of. I will be on Parts Fun Known's Quizzlemania this Wednesday, and uh, myself and Louie did a little bit of training for that. Denise will be back next week. She had some other stuff going on, uh, and quite frankly, I suspended her for one week for the attitude that she showed on her Twitter video, but... Leave a thumbs up, guys. I can't tell you how important those are to us. If you even see the live stream up, just go ahead and slap a thumbs up on it. It really helps us out. Donate a super chat that gets your question or statement read on the air. And a reminder, we're here after AEW and NXT, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday. I'm here after SmackDown, and this Friday will be right after SmackDown, live streaming uh, (laughs) the Talkin' Shopamania watch-alongs. Make sure you guys check that out. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. Do do you guys do that sober? I don't drink, so yeah. I when I interviewed Gallows and Anderson, they were like, "Oh, have a drink," and I'm like, "If I'm doing it, I'd cover it for like the website." Yeah. So I wouldn't drink because I'd need to type. They were like, "No, no, 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 have a drink." We we yeah we have a pretty strict like no no substances that impair you rule unless it's like a game stream then i'm like all right if you guys want to drink or smoke during a game stream i don't really care just don't say anything ridiculous but yeah i think that's that's the stream it would be acceptable somewhat yeah a reminder guys donate to super chat get your question or statement read on the air i've got a lot of backstage news tonight too uh colt Badeau says Going to catch us later. Have a great show. How did Mandy Rose get injured? Her shoulder. She left with the ref after the last segment. I'm not sure. I'm working to find out more on this, but 
I, I don't really know. I don't really know anything about it right now because I just wasn't provided any information in that regard. But you guys know I will do my best to find that out. I, I guess you were we'll provided some information about the show, though, weren't you? A certain line that was used. Yeah, I was. And boy, we will get to it. Uh, and Kyle Sukanan, Suknanan says, do you think Jay will be the last man at Survivor Series? I could see it, Louie. Do you think that's a possibility? So I think the last man's going to be someone that hasn't been announced yet. Mm. And I think it's going to be Biggie. Evan Wright uh, putting over my interview with Anderson Gallows and Rocky Romero and says, Anderson saying he watched your review was great. Yeah, I mean, I keep telling you guys, these wrestlers watch our reviews. Come on. Well, I mean, I know you guys are here right now or else you don't hear me bragging about it. But God, yeah. you know, I, I just... And MJF called me a... Uh... Shitty we little British guy. Oh, no, we could swear, but yeah. yeah. Shitty little British guy. So he obviously watches the show. In, I didn't know whether to be incredibly offended or take that as a compliment. I think that's quite nice for MJF. I feel like him mentioning you at all would be kind of a compliment, but... Yeah. Reminder, guys, I did interview MJF. I interviewed Scorpio Sky last week. That one went under the radar. Please go check that out. Anderson Gallows, uh, Rocky Romero uh, dropped today, and I got Shane Taylor former Ring of Honor TV champion dropping this week. We had a lot of fun during that talk. I try to talk to Shane Taylor at least once a year. He's one of the more underrated names in pro wrestling. Let's go yeah. ahead and get into this Raw review, by God. <sighs> so we're, we're just going to tie in all the main event stuff. So we'll get to the opening promo later. But we get a triple threat match. Riddle defeated Elias and Jeff Hardy. FightfulSelect.com reported today that uh, Matt Riddle would be the last member of Team Raw. That is what happened. Um, what, what do you think about this? This was kind of sloppy to me. It was just okay. I, I'll say this. At least if it's going to eat up this much time, they're making it matter. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't like the last chance thing. I'm like, you've lost, you've lost, so you yes. don't get another shot. But um, for what it was, it was enjoyable. I mean... Listen, Riddle has his critics and has people that don't like him. And based on things, rightly so, I guess, if people want to have that opinion. But I've always been a fan of his in-ring work and his work inside, uh, sort of on shows. And I'm happy that he's kind of getting the chance to be pushed up the card. And it seems like that. I mean, he picked up, as we speak about, two wins. And I can't remember the last time he won on Raw. I don't think he has ever won on Raw. So uh, picking up two wins was great uh, for him. Jeff Hardy and Elias, their feud will continue, which is, it is yes. what it is. But yeah, it was, it was a, it, I didn't mind it. My, my, uh, my hopes were pretty optimistic at this point, which I guess was uh, more for me as we'll uh, get onto. But it, there were worse ways to uh, have your first wrestling match of the show, basically. Yeah, uh, Riddle impressed Vince McMahon a couple weeks ago. That's just straight yeah. up what happened. Uh, I've said it before. A lot of people backstage thought that Riddle was going to be boo-boo-faced losing to Sheamus. And not only was he not boo-boo-faced, he went out of his way to make Sheamus look as good as possible. Great match as well. And, yeah, and from what I understand, Sheamus went to bat for Matt Riddle and told everybody uh, this guy obviously has upset some people in the past and rightfully has some people that are, are upset at him for other things. But right now, Matt Riddle impressed Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon called him personally. 
they had a conversation about the direction of his character. Um, I I had heard that Vince wanted to take a more serious approach. That did not happen tonight. Which he did. Uh, he he only kicked off the flip flops at the beginning, and they only showed four replays instead of uh, like seven. Yeah, yeah. I was about <laughs> to say, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, normally they show a replay every three minutes of that, but no, there was only about four replays of the flip-flop uh flipping i did notice that i was like are we getting a more serious push maybe maybe yes. not but. uh not so much as we saw with the the promo later but seamus is mad backstage for some reason he implies that they selected riddle like i didn't hear anything where team raw set up this match like oh team raw set it up to to get him involved i i didn't hear that at all so that didn't make any sense to me uh the nerd guru says no way rollins and riddle share the ring though <laughs> I uh, bet you they do if WWE tells them to. Um, yeah. Quite frankly, yeah. Rollins and Riddle can have heat with each other or, or not have heat with each other. If WWE asks them to do it, I yeah. think they'll end up doing it. They won't be the first wrestlers to have heat with each other that share the ring, and they sure as hell won't be the last wrestlers. It's Yeah. It, it, we just know about this heat. I'm sure there is multiple occasions where wrestlers have had heat, and we just don't know about it. And uh or it hasn't been reported and they've been in the ring together. And, and I have a, seen a few people, just can I just say, a few people commenting on my moustache, which I know isn't good. I'm doing Movember. So for, for those that don't know, for charity, try and raise money for men's health things. So I know I look like a 13-year-old that has just grown a bit of facial hair and his mum's not letting him shave yet because she's like, oh, it, it'll come out too thick. Like, don't shave yet. I know it's not great, but it's for a good cause. So if it you is. could... Uh, if you could spare your... I've seen one nugget stash in, in the comments. People are... It, yeah, a few people are coming to bat for me being like, oh, no, he's doing it for a good cause. But, yeah. Buddy, I grew out terrible-looking hair for three years for a good cause, so I'm with you. Uh, it, it's a struggle, but it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. It is. It always is worth it. Uh, we had a couple super chats. I'll get to those, um, but... Backstage, you know, we, we see the team arguing. We, we see all that. And to me, it undermines brand supremacy right out of the gate by having Sheamus flip out about Matt Riddle being on the team. I thought having AJ Styles excited about having Riddle on the team was pretty good. Like, I, I liked that because it's, it's a heel going to bat for a babyface. Yeah, and there's an instance of that later on in the show where a nice heel and babyface dynamic that I really liked. Um, one thing for me, and it's a pretty big thing. So the night of Survivor Series, none of Raw's team were on Raw. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Like, when we've spoken about this, we've done it on the Wrestling Daily Show that I do with Alex McCarthy. We've spoken about it. Everyone's spoken about it. There needs to be stakes to these matches to give people... A reason to care like the next pay-per-view tlc have if raw wins have five men go into a tlc five way and have a championship shot on the line for the royal rumble do that it's pretty yeah. simple or or just ladder match for the title for the love of god like anything, mm. anything. i think they might not want to do that to like you know, i mean who knows but i mean there just needs to be some stakes to show why people care and would want to win the match. Because currently it's like, okay, I bleed red, even though you've been on the show for like a week. Yeah. Keith Lee is the longest tenured member of Raw on that team. It's it's insane. Anakin JMT was kind of hoping Louie would be dressed as Denise. 
four thirty in the morning. If you think I'm dressing as Denise, you've got another <laughs> thing coming. Oh my gosh. Uh Kyle Suknanan says, Did the Fiend take out Taker at Survivor Series? I don't think so. I think they'll legitimately have him do a send off. I think he's more likely to choke slam and tombstone Elias and pin him. Yep. Uh, I don't know about pin him, but I think it will be uh, Undertaker attacking someone for his send off. To me, like if you're doing a cinematic match, it does not make any sense to just not do Undertaker Sting cinematic. I mean, it's it's the one way you can do a Sting match now, and it's the he, best way he, you can. He's on Dynamite next week, isn't he? Oh, good God! <laughs> People will report that. Uh, Justin Lopez says, "Do you see any progression with Elias? He's basically been doing the same thing since his call up in 2017. That's the thing. He gets really over as a heel, and then they're like, oh, babyface." And then mm. he'll get hurt really quite often. I don't see any rumor is he, he's one of the few people that Vincent Mann is high on backstage. So uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see about that. I mean, but no, he he is a fantastic heel, obviously, which is hard right now in the era we're in with no fans. Like mm-hmm. he, the crowds would be lapping it up if he was doing the sort of sports references, like hometown references, with crowds there. So the fact we haven't got that is obviously going to hinder what he can do. But I think with I think I could see him potentially challenging for a world title at a, at a pay per view here and there. But I don't see him being sort of a mainstay in the main event. Carlos Easy says Louis sounds a lot like Rey Mysterio. No idea what you're talking. That's about. that's a callback. Uh, this isn't a super chat, but I wanted to address it. Ron Patel, the sponsor of No Profanity September, good friend of the show, says, besides YouTube and Periscope, which is Twitter, is this show on other social media sites? Yes, it is right now in addition to my Twitter, Periscope. It's on YouTube at youtube.com slash Fightful, and it is currently on our Facebook at facebook.com slash Fightful Online. I don't push that Facebook a lot. Uh, we're looking to really step into that realm Twitter comes a lot natural, more natural to me. Uh, go give us a like on that page, please. It would mean an awful lot if you guys would do that and help us grow an awful lot. The Nerd Guru says, It pisses me off that WWE is so omnipotent with themselves. Watching Elite Deletion, I wanted Jeff to make a cameo. So many possibilities, but no. I mean, I didn't see that as a possibility, uh, but I, I did, Louie, love a lot of the references to House Hardy Halloween, to the way that Orton rode off Matt Hardy, to Sammy doing a swanton off a ladder through a table. Matt Hardy puts Easter eggs in better than anybody else. I didn't like the match at all. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was physical, unlike a lot of the other ones. I thought it was just different enough. I mean, no one died, which is based on Sammy Guevara and Matt Hardy's history. It was a big bonus. Um, I mean, listen, I, 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 it was what it was. I appreciate the callbacks, and I think you needed it after FTR versus Young Bucks. But uh, it wasn't amazing uh, for me. I, yeah, I wasn't. I, I hated the callback to the. Maybe I'm just taking this the wrong way. I thought they did a callback to the concussion spot all out, mm-hmm. which I hated. I'm like. Listen, do fun callbacks, but not stuff that got the company serious heat and was legitimately something that 
they didn't handle well. It just seems sure. like a stupid thing to do a callback to. That kind of took me out of it for a bit. But I do appreciate why people did like it. The cameos from Gangrel and uh, Shane Helms were funny. Shane Helms is brilliant, and Gangrel is Gangrel still looks great at, at the age yeah. he's going. I have a lot of people saying he could go on like a PCO run uh, right now. Uh, Emma JG XD one two three says Sean wishing you luck on Quizzlemania best champ. Well, you know what, hmm? Louie, I'm gonna promote something right here. This Wednesday on Quizzlemania, we got we got Steve, we got Denise, you got Ollie, good God, Tempest, uh, Alex, Queen of the Ring, and, and me, uh, and Adam. I'm I'm gonna promote this towards Adam Blompiate as well. I'm gonna cut. Vicious shoot promos on every single one of them at the top of the show. I'm going to speak well, how, the However truth. good they are, they won't be as good as Randy Orton's on John Morrison. That was very good. I can't wait to talk about that, actually. That was really mm. good. Um, I'm going to tell you what was not good. The 24-7 business. So backstage, her business is there. Gulak pitches himself to them. And they beat him up for having a clip-on tie. I do love that they beat his ass for having a clip-on tie. That seems mm. like something they would do. It's awesome. However, and I get it, nobody really does care about the 24-7 title, but when you got four guys, including multiple people who have won that championship, walk right away from it, that undermines the title. Um, then we go to a seven-way match after R-Truth wins, and everybody wins the title. Tucker wins it twice. If you want a list, it's on the resources section of Fightful. But Eric, uh, Lucha House Party, Tucker, a bunch of people win the title, but Truth ends up with it. I thought it was funny the, the first couple times, and then I was just like, ah, WWE keeps playing the same note. Mm, it was. It's one. It's one of those instances where once it's funny, twice it's still funny. Third time, yeah, you get a chuckle, but it's losing it. By the seventh time, you're like, okay, now what? Yes. And I mean, looking at the talent in that ring, like you've got Grand Metalik, who's legitimately one of the best luchadors in the world. You've got Eric, who I think could have a fantastic singles on. I really like his intensity. Yeah. You've got Tucker, who turned who turned heel two I weeks ago. I asked Shane Taylor if he could team with one guy in the world, who would it be? And he's like, Eric of the Viking Raiders. It's like, okay, damn. And this should be fun. This should be a break from some of the seriousness of the show. This could be comedy relief. The fondest memories I have of the hardcore title are the 24-7 era and how much yeah, fun that could be. I mean, people compare it to the uh, hardcore title, obviously. But I'm like, if Undertaker or the equivalent of won this title, you'd be like, what are you, what, what are you doing by putting a main adventure in this role? They're definitely not the same thing in that vein. The hardcore title, and this is saying something, was taken more seriously. This is really a joke that I think I'd like to see Hurt Business just like, as you said, I wouldn't have even cared if they just pinned Drew Ulak and then just threw it in the trash. I'm like, I don't care. This title's yeah. done now. I would love if Lars Sullivan won it. I, I keep pitching this. Like, Lars Sullivan or somebody won it, and nobody <laughs> wanted to fight him for it. Like, everybody was like, nah, I'm good. You mean? I, I get it. The breathing. I get it. You're cutting into my audio here. Sarah Jane Deegan says, legit don't watch WWE. Only watch your all's reviews. Thank you for the entertainment. I think you look very dapper, Louie. I appreciate it. I appreciate, I appreciate it, too. It, Sarah, also a friend of the show. 
Evan Wright says, Tucker might be better off leaving WWE and doing jobs on AEW Dark. He might get over quicker that way and not have to dress like Kurt Hawkins. I, I think he would do exceptionally well on AEW Dark. I think that he's far better than anybody gives him credit for. I So it, it, this was around the time, after the draft happened, it was around the time Raw Underground was a still a thing. It was kind of like no one had the real sort of plans. I thought he would be straight on Raw Underground and would probably do a good job. When uh, Heavy Machinery went on that run, uh, they had that match with Daniel Bryan and Rowan, I believe at Stomping Grounds. I may be wrong there. Or Extreme Rules, one of the two. They like Tucker was the star of that. I know Otis gets all the plaudits for being the funny one, but Tucker was was has improved a lot in the ring. Yeah. He said he's got into a lot of shape. Um, and I've spoken to people backstage who have said that like he's been uh, sort of applauded for getting himself into good shape, which is obviously a shame that they've clearly got no plans to to have a feud. Which the one time that they keep the brand versus the 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 the, the bland spirit is a time when it would make sense not to. Yes. Yeah. Anakin JMT says, this time next year, will the 24-7 title be a thing? I think it still will. What do you think? Yeah, our truth will be on his 395th reign or yeah, something I th- ridiculous. I think, he, I think he will. I think he really will. Mm. Oh, boy. Uh, Shayna Baszler squashed Lana. So they had Lana come out before a commercial, sit through a veterans video. Then they played Lana's music again then showed a recap video of why she was there. Huh? It didn't make much sense. The the, just, the staging of this was awful. Bring, go to commercial, bring her out after, and run the highlight thing during. This is like such such a a blatant. Just well, we got to kill some time. Well, Shayna Baszler killed Lana. Mandy and Dana are on commentary. Shayna destroys Lana, taps her out. Mandy and Dana prevent Nia from putting Lana through a table. So I'll tell you another thing I don't get. They start playing Nia's music. For what reason, you ask? Nia got her music played (laughs) for not putting somebody through a table. Huh? Why why didn't you play? uh, You could play Lana's music for losing the match, I guess. Or, you know, maybe Shayna, who won the damn match. That was so weird, man. It was weird. It was, Nia was probably the person that didn't gain, not didn't gain anything, but was a person that, in terms of music being played, would probably last on the list because the one thing she set out to achieve, she didn't. So why play her music? I mean, it, it didn't. It didn't make sense. It, it. But I mean, there were far more pressing issues on the show this week that had my uh, had my attention. Unfortunately, not a super chat. But just I, I will say, my own I ego. I, hey, hey, read the super chat. Hold on. Sorry, People apologies. thanking the Senpai Dong Lord. Not a super chat, but stroke of my own ego. Go ahead, sir. You interrupted me for to stroke your own ego. Yeah. Fair enough. Should we yell um, at each other about it now? No, let's not. Let's not. Um, I will say I really like... I, I, okay, I like the stuff they're doing with Lana. I do too. I don't... I don't think it's bad at all. I've seen a lot of people saying she's being buried for Miro going to AW. She has been featured more on television than she ever has before. She is being portrayed clearly as a sympathetic babyface or trying to. And I think it's going to work. I think she's going to be the sole survivor for the women's team. I think it's going to really get over and uh, and work well. And I think she 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 is doing well in the role. I think so too. 
Uh, Kyle Suknanan says, who are your th- top three AEW stars end up at AEW or WWE after their contract runs up? I mean, th- that is a loaded question because I don't know that I-, I can't see anybody right now. There's like nobody that I look at and say, oh man, they would they would be great. I know that WWE would love to have Britt Baker. That's, I mean, I know that they would love to have Britt Baker. And want- Anyone in their right mind would like to have Britt yeah. Baker. But, I mean, it's it's impossible for me to say, and I, I want to give you your money's worth that question. I'll, I'll say this. I'll, I'll tell you people that I know that WWE's had interest in. Anthony Bowens. I mean, it's not a big secret now. They had interest in him. Uh, they, they've had interest in a whole lot of people that ended up going with AEW. Um, I, th- I think they'd sign FTR if they had the opportunity tomorrow. I mean, you got to realize most of the WWE veterans that are in AEW are people that left of their own volition. There's not Mm -hmm. a lot of people that just got straight up cut from WWE that are on this roster, Louie. Yeah. I mean, I really don't know. It's so hard to say, and it's not hard to say the other way around. Um, So yeah, it is. We even had this conversation a while ago as in, in our work circle, and we were confused about who would go over. It was like, Oh, we can't see anyone thinking, Oh, the grass is greener on that side. I mean, but I mean, we have seen it with guys like, I guess Ben Carter, I know it was slightly more difficult for him in terms of why he chose WWE, but people are seemingly still choosing WWE over AEW. I think that for some people, the allure of, oh, WWE, I've always dreamed of going there is still a prospect for some people. So potentially it is for some people, we just don't know uh, about their sort of desires. And someone on AEW might be like, you know, it's always been my dream to to wrestle for WWE. If they came in, they could go. But off the top of my head, I don't think anyone uh, springs to mind. Evan Wright says, is Young Bucks versus Top Flight still happening on AEW? I, no. No, I don't think so. Um, Have yeah. you not seen that? I, was it? Was that this morning? Was it today? What happened? So it's, it was announced on Twitter. Oh, yeah. It's in like, it's happening. And then FW4 Online basically got a statement from AEW. It was like, oh, it's, it's, it's in consideration, but it's not happening. Okay. And uh, so I did an interview with FDR where they basically put over Top Flight massively and basically said something along the lines of they got some good news, which, I mean, we can all speculate what yeah. the good news was. Um, but yeah, so they clearly got some plans to them if this was something they're even considering when they've wrestled only a couple of matches on Dark. Uh, so yeah, they're potentially uh, a 19-year-old and a 21-year-old brother. Uh, so they're potentially some people that you guys should be looking out for uh, watching Dark and seeing if, they, if they've sort of got something or if, if you're into them. Yeah, and AEW is, is being very active right now, so good for them. Hmm. Oh, up next... We got this miserable, miserable promo from Team Raw. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Uh, Matt Riddle, I can tell you, in my experience of working with him for a year straight, is a lot better when you don't script him. And they were like, yeah, I, I know what we that. need. Sick code names. Uh, there's I, I could have told you that about Riddle without having worked with him. It's pretty obvious. I think a lot of people are better unscripted. Well, Fireface, Broly, Skipper, Mongoose, and Dopey are the code names. Uh, okay. Whatever. This is... <sighs> Styles says the way to bring them together is a tag team match. I did think that AJ Styles did an awesome job here. He has... 
he's really good at being the glue and being kind of funny in all this stuff. Yeah, it's pretty much same as last week. The in reaction was decent, but AJ Styles was the star of the show. Uh completely. He was fantastic in his annoying heel role being the uh being the team captain that the other guys don't want to be the team captain. I thought he was fantastic in what he did. Uh, I've seen I think he I AJ Styles is fantastic. Listen, he we we don't need to tell you he's brilliant in the ring, brilliant on the mic, he's great in that heel role, can do the babyface role as well. He's an asset for any company, and I'm not surprised that WWE is still pushing him to the top of the card, and I think he'll be there for years. He's really good at providing comic relief while also maintaining his credibility as a serious performer and wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he doesn't count the pin. Styles keeps getting hit. A- another thing that just pissed me off. Jordan <laughs> gets in the ring... Excuse and me? then they cut to commercial. Who? Jordan. Who? What are you what are you getting at here? What's the big the, asso- the associate? Oh, the associate. Is that his, his name? Is that they never call him Jordan? Oh my god. Whenever whenever when have you not noticed whenever they uh to be honest, I don't blame you if you mute raw. Um, but whenever they refer to Jordan, it's as, oh, the associate, or I mean, the just... associate's here. He, he, he's with the associate. We obviously know his name's Jordan, but they've never referred to him on the name bar. It's AJ Styles and the associate. Oh, no, they so, they, they, they had Jordan up there on the first week. Yeah, the first week they did, but now they don't. Well, he was there, and they went to commercial, all seven foot four of him. It's like, oh, my God, what's he going to do? Ah, oh, tough shit. You're not going to find out. Huh? <laughs> Excuse me, bro. What are you doing? So dumb. So dumb. He uh, is a big boy, though. He yeah. is a oh, big yeah. boy. He sure is. When I, you see him next to Braun Strowman, you're like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Riddle ends up scoring the pin. Two big wins for him. I didn't think this was bad, but AJ Styles was great. It's a big night for Matt Riddle. They helped really establish him. That really establish him. I think Keith Lee and Matt Riddle would be a great tag team for the tag division. Me too. I, be, I wish they would do they'd it. They'd be fantastic. Spin it off into a singles feed afterwards. I think you can do a lot wrong with uh, you. You, you can't. You can't go basically wrong with that. I think it's it'd be fantastic. Uh, no brainer for me. Yeah, a no brainer for me is getting healthy cereal from Magic Spoon, Louie. Do you know how important that is? Do you like yourself a, a delicious cereal? I don't like talking about foods with you. We we saw you struggle with KFC. You're not going to struggle with MagicSpoon.com. You're not going to struggle. And it's way healthier than KFC, too. Cereal is like such a great part of being a kid, but when you grow up, you can't eat all the carbs and the sugar and all that stuff. Well, Magic Spoon's got zero sugar. It's got 11 grams of protein, three net grams of carb in each serving. Their variety pack has cocoa, fruity, frosted, blueberry. It's healthy, Louie. It's not like that. That junk KFC that I don't even eat. I don't even eat KFC. I'm from Kentucky. I don't do it. I thought you guys don't have a KFC. Well, it's like 25 minutes away. But I don't travel that to get KFC. Instead, I eat Magic Spoon. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free. I love that cocoa flavor. Definitely got that in my morning diet as I look to get back into shape. Getting back into ring shape soon for some stuff. But you guys, you can go to magicspoon.com. You have one unheard message. 
Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply slash Fightful to grab a variety pack and try it today. Use that promo code Fightful at checkout and get free shipping. Promo code Fightful. They are so confident in their product, it is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's right, they won't ask any questions. I'll insult you personally. I will say something Likely very rude to you because I have incredible job security. However, Magic Spoon won't ask you any questions. So don't worry about them. Just worry about me. Worry about what I will say to you. How I will look at you. How I will just denigrate you. It's just... I I don't know why you would do that. I'm upset, Sean. I know. Eat Magic Spoon on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. Matthew Mikofsky says, sugar-free, also sent a super chat earlier. As I've mentioned in the past, uh, we get to those super chats as we get to the segment uh, as it appears. So I'm scrolling up just to make sure that I didn't go past it. Yep, you need to pass that one along again, buddy. Uh, Just send it in the chat because I don't see one unless you sent it early, way before the show. Kevin Langhoff says, hope you're doing good, Sean. Sasha and Bailey do it again. 2.3 million watching that ta- that match last week. Sasha is the way and the draw. Yeah, I-, I love that. I wish they wouldn't have ran two commercial breaks within four minutes of one another. I thought that was ridiculous. Uh, Matthew, again, as I mentioned, just comment your super chat. I'll read it. Uh, Kyle Suknanan says, do you think Roman faces the Rocket Mania? If not, do you see Keith Lee winning the Rumble and facing Roman? I don't see Keith Lee winning the Rumble and facing Roman. I think they want Roman to face The Rock. If they can make it happen, they will. I think if not, we might be looking at Big E and Roman. What do you think? I want, and this is a bit of an outside shot, I want Jay, Jimmy, and Roman if we can't get Rock. I, don't I think that would be really, think it'd be really fun. I think that would be really, really fun. Um, if not, I mean, The Rock I want. I think that's the biggest match WWE could book, probably since Rock Cena has booked. Yeah, since Rock sure. Cena, I'd say. So, yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, that's that's one of those rare celebrity main events that makes sense. Yeah. Where it's like from, it, it, quite frankly, they don't need a title belt involved in that either. Jay Uso and Roman Reigns have made their family, their bloodlines, more important than any championship. And that's not me taking a shot at the championship mm. at all. 
Uh, their, their thing is the best thing in wrestling for me at the moment, uh, by far. The segments each week are stellar. Roman's getting a lot of plaudits, but Jay Uso is doing more than enough to hold his own end of the bargain. He has been fantastic. Uh, Jimmy, I can't wait for him to be back in, in the next couple of months. So, yeah, I'm really excited for the next, obviously, couple of months. And if uh, Rock's schedule allows for it, and obviously with his movies and insurance and stuff, I'd love to see him in the ring with them. Uh, yeah, Matthew, yours was about Drew McIntyre, so we're saving that for as, as that actually happens. So no worries, we got you. Up next, Asuka, Nia Jax. Match was decent, got decent. Yeah, it was all right, it was all right. I liked the powerbomb, mm-hmm. and then Asuka turned it into an arm bar. Asuka takes out Team Raw, and then Shayna attacks her. It all breaks down. Raw sucks, whatever. <laughs> However... They had Byron Saxton say, this is a WrestleMania main event caliber match. I I don't disagree with him. The absolute set of nuts on whoever, (laughs) whoever scripted that line. Whoever put that on a script and said, ah, Byron, uh, make sure you mention this is a WrestleMania quality uh, match. If they said WrestleMania quality match, I'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania main event quality match. But everything's a WrestleMania main event now. Like, they go, oh, this is one of the main events. I mean, it's not the actual main event. But yes, it was a frankly ridiculous I, I don't think since CM Punk's interview with Cabana that that has flown. I, don't, I think that WWE talked some people into it. Some of the people were, were following that. Like, oh, okay, multiple main events. Then CM Punk did that that interview, and people were like, all right, now nah, we're done with this. N- not more than one. This year, there were more than one, because there were more than one night. To me, mm. I buy that. Yeah. No, oh, I do, yeah. It, was, it was a ridiculous thing to say. Frankly, it was, yeah, it was. ridiculous. A reminder, guys, don't need to super chat your question or statement read on the air. If you want to ask several questions, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I uh, broke the news of... Matt Riddle joining Team Raw. I had the Shane Taylor update. I've got a bunch of really juicy backstage news this week on FightfulSelect.com. I'm also bringing back the Brass Ring series. Since the pandemic, I've asked a lot of WWE superstars about wrestlers who have worked really hard to improve. I've got a new one going up on FightfulSelect.com this week. That's the most direct way you guys can support us is subscribing to FightfulSelect.com. Uh, it gets you multiple questions on the Q&A every week. It gets you the Backstage Report podcast where I give you like 15 to 20 minutes of exclusive news. You get Alex Palowski reviewing Raw and SmackDown. You got dozens of retro reviews. You've got all kinds of stuff, and it starts at just 5 bucks right now. Make sure you guys subscribe. Uh, Lana got put through a table. This is the first time I haven't laughed at that in a long time. <laughs> I don't think we were supposed to laugh though. Yeah. I genuinely felt bad for her. Like yeah. I was like, you could she she sold it really well. She was like, you she looked scared. She looked like upset, and I think that was the point. We weren't supposed to laugh. We were supposed to kind of be like, all right, these guys are kind of being dicks now. Like, come on. And I think that worked. It worked for me anyway. Yeah. I wasn't there thinking. I I didn't hate this at all. Actually, I I thought it, I thought it worked well. The Nerd Guru says, Asuka could stand in the middle of the ring by herself for 20 minutes in the main event of Mania, and it would be better than anything involving Nia. I, I, I might be more interested in watching Asuka wrestle herself, but quite frankly, there's a lot of people that are even good 
that I would not rather see than Oscar wrestling herself, just because I think she could make that very, very entertaining. She is she is another one of those wrestlers. Probably not to the same degree as AJ Styles you mentioned earlier, but she can do comedy and also come off as a serious threat. I think if WWE booked her that way anyway. Um, so yeah, she she she's brilliant. Asuka is fantastic. Justin Lopez says, "Do you or actually that's the the wrong one? My apologies." <gasps> Carlos Easy says, "Chances of any title changes before Survivor Series. As much as I want to see New Day profits, I think her business has a chance of taking the titles. I do too. Uh, I think there's a chance that either one of the sets of titles change." But man, wouldn't that undermine the importance of Survivor Series if you had the possibility to build Drew versus Roman and instead you did all this crap with Orton beating Drew when Drew had looked dominant for so long? Do you think there's a chance that we see either the title switch? Not with the WWE title, but with the tag titles, I could see it. Yeah, I, could, I yeah. don't think WWE title is going to change. I think we'll get... Some Miz shenanigans, some Fiend shenanigans, but I don't think we get. Um, I don't think we get the main title change hatch. But I could see, I could see her business winning the titles. And honestly, as as I look at things, like I could see them saving New Day Street Profits for like a, a big pay per view, like a WrestleMania type of thing, because th- those are two of their uh, premier tag teams. Not like they give a shit, but maybe it's me giving them <laughs> yeah. too much credit. Her yeah. business are in the ring talking their trash. Titus comes out and says he's not happy with happened a couple what happened a couple weeks ago, and he wants Lashley to defend his title. Now another hilarious Byron line. He's doing what a lot of people wouldn't do, and I'm like, challenge for the U.S. title? Like Lashley's? No, I got that. Like, I mean, I like get it. Lashley's imposing. He gets he got beat a whole lot. What the hell? Yeah, I mean. It's not as bad as the main event of WrestleMania one. Yeah, the oh, wins. no, <laughs> not at all. At least this made somewhat of a sense. You can twist it in a way yeah. that you're like, this is semi-logical. For sure, but like, this isn't going to be a situation like the 24-7 title, like I pitched with Lars, where people are like, mm, not worth it. It's the United States title. Bret mm. Hart, Sting, Ric Flair, Lex Luger, John Cena held this title belt. My God. Ah, damn, man. Uh, Bobby Lashley beats him real quick. This was sloppy. It was was not good. Got nothing to say. Nothing. There's nothing there. Hot dog. We can talk about Ali and Ricochet now. Ah, The best thing about Raw was retribution. Yeah, that's pretty wild. They got their first win. Ali applauds Ricochet for not joining the Hurt Business. Mia Yim cuts a promo, but really nothing after what Ricochet said, or Ali said, made any real sense. It was just them blabbing like they do. She, uh, she's coming off the Raska, which is an yes. interesting feud. And, and I'm all for that. I'm all yep. for that, and they, they got to make her strong. They got to do that. I will say, whoever set up this match, giving me two rest holds in the first couple minutes, I was like, man, what, what are y'all doing? This is not them, but they immediately turned it up. And this match got really good. This is the kind of thing that I want to see on Raw. I want to see something that I've never seen before, or at least haven't in a long time. And Ricochet doing a 720-degree splash onto Retribution. Ali doing an avalanche backstabber. 
Oh, that was awesome, that spot. The head scissors off the apron. Unreal. Mm. They saved this show from having really nothing that you couldn't just... Yeah. You could have just passed this whole show. But I I will tell anybody, watch Ali and and Ricochet. It was outstanding, Louie. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, they've wrestled on main event, which you obviously haven't seen, saying it was something you hadn't seen before, which is a... I mean, awful. I meant the, the in-ring work. Like, you're not seeing that every week on Raw. You call yourself a wrestling journalist. You don't watch main event. I watch main event every week. I watch 205 Live every week. I watch, watch MLW every week. You don't watch main event I watch main week. event every single week. I watch uh, MLW Why? when it's on. Because I, I do my fucking job, Louie. You gotta put in the hours, Louie. It's while you're while you're the over hours. there eating KFC chicken legs, I'm I'm more than willing to put in the hours, but I refuse. If if it, if it hinders the uh, center of my career, so be it. I'm not watching main event. Two or five live, you know what? Good wrestling. I can I can I can do that. Um, uh, but no, Denise this- is in the chat, so um, here's here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go locker locker. Put user in time out. Yes. Denise has been timed out for five minutes. Denise, enjoy your timeout. I will see you next Monday. I hope that your class went well. I will dominate you on Wednesday. Well, the funny thing is she's a moderator, so she can just, like, untime out herself, I think. <laughs> I didn't really think that one through, but hey. You didn't. Such is life. Such I don't think life. I've seen the chat go more than when Denise popped up. Well, and then when I when I timed her out. But uh, another one of my favorite spots in this match. Ali goes for the Tornado DDT, and Ricochet holds on and turns it into a brain buster. Ah, uh, super great. Watch it. If you haven't, I know a lot of people, and I've seen in the comments, saying, oh, I didn't watch Raw, I just watched you guys review it. If you're a fan of wrestling, check this out, because it was really, really good. I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm sure they'll run this back immediately. Add some stakes to it. Make it important. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't care if it's for a U.S. title shot. I don't care if it's for anything like that. But no one wants to step up to Bobby Lashley. Yeah, that's the funny thing. (laughs) Uh, Oblivious Carey says, at least Retribution's music and entrance is good. Fair. But it doesn't make sense. Why do they have an entrance if their job is to take down WWE? Have they gone to listen to something? Yeah, Kevin. Kev, Kevin from Music. We like this, but could you just bring the bass down slightly, and bring this note up a little bit, and then we're perfect. And the way you've done this font, I really liked. But could you have it in Comic Sans instead? Because we're really yeah, pissed. Comic Sans. They they are bad. But like, you you've got to you, like they've got merch on WWE Shop. Like why? Why does the group that wants to bring down WWE and hates everyone that is whores to the system? Have merch. Have like, oh, just. I keep I keep saying like they they keep talking about how greedy these wrestlers are and how WWE is. Beat them in matches so they don't win half their money. They don't get their win bonus for winning, and they keep saying, "Oh well, we only we're only happy when you suffer." Cost them money. That will make them suffer if they're that greedy. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. Trevor L says Ali Ricochet was easily match of the night. Hashtag FTF. Yes, uh, I encourage you guys go on literally every Wrestle Talk stream or comment board and uh, comment hashtag FTF. I truly appreciate it. The Nerd Guru says atrocious Raw. Not Ali and Ricochet though. Uh, that's the truth. It was very good. It was by far the highlight of this show. Mm-hmm. By far. 
Um, I mean, the bar was low, but it was very, very good. Yes, uh, that is very true. Kyle Suknanan says, does Murphy marry Ray's daughter Triple H style? I don't think it's going to be Triple H style, which was roofied. I hope not, considering the issues that people have with this feud already and the age yes. uh, gap. I hope th- that isn't the avenue they take. Well, hope, considering the controversy and what has happened in wrestling over the past couple of months, they take this down a consensual route, which I think they are so far. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, my keyboard stopped working. I'm trying to figure out how old Stephanie was then, because I think she Steph- wasn't 19. She wasn't 19. She was 23. 23. And he, but, w- Tri- Triple H, was how old? Um, I think he was born he in 69. He would have been 30. Okay, so I knew that one off the top of my head. Man, it's weird. I go to these people's. That's that's why I win Quizlemania. I go to people's Wikipedia so much. Oh man. Um, I, I don't get this soup, this chat, but I'm putting it up there anyway. <laughs> it would do terrible ratings. Nobody knows say, me. With all due respect to Sean, respect I don't think Kevin. anyone knows it. <laughs> it would do terrible ratings. Oh, my God. Uh, Nikki Cross tries to talk some sense to an Alexa Bliss and gives her an ultimatum. Alexa said, I wish you'd be louder with <laughs> Jug of water, Louie. Sorry. My Sorry. God. <laughs> You're over there forging out of steel a sword to just stab yourself in the chest it with. Is, as it opposed is a to very re- loud. Um, the beginning of Drew McIntyre's uh, entrance music. <laughs> oh, this is you're, pretty soon your mustache will be long enough. It'll You'll be able to do the Bianca Belair hair whip sounds. <laughs> just in the microphone. Get out. Get out of there. Review the show. Oh, the sounds on the toilet after you ate the KFC were the ricochet. Oh, Sean, it's 5 a.m. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> oh, amazing. Woo. So Alexa Bliss very joyously said, I pick him. I think she's doing all right here. I mean, it's it's cheesy no matter what, but she seems like she's having the time of her life. Yeah, she's doing great stuff. Uh, so is Fiend. I am very excited for a. I think they've done fantastically to show that even I know Nikki Cross has lost a lot of her like craziness since. Yes. But I think her being the other person in this feud is great because it only highlights how like even if Nikki Cross is like, hey, listen, you're going a bit crazy. You must know that something's up. Uh, but yeah, I think that this was it was good. I'm enjoying this w- with what Alexa and Bray are doing at the moment. I think they're they're capable of great stuff. It's it's intriguing. It's interesting, and I can't remember the last time I've said that about something WWE related. I opened up my Roman opened up my Twitter to a bunch of hashtag free Denise tweets. She has thumbs yeah. down the video. <laughs> Please do not do that, guys. That legitimately hurts our page. Please leave a thumbs up. Oh, oh boy, man! Anakin JMT said. Can I just say, Denise, I'm not involved in this. I didn't do. I didn't do the timeout. I very much like you, Denise. Please invite me back to Pro Wrestling Sheet whenever you need someone. Anakin JMT says, "What are your thoughts on what Alexa said today? It's about the the independent contractor thing." Well, I have a lot of respect for Alexa Bliss. I love interviewing Alexa Bliss. What she said didn't seem like it had anything to do with the question. So my thoughts were. 
I didn't understand it. It didn't. It wasn't cohesive as it relates to the question of independent contractors. I don't know what cancel culture has to do with independent contractors. This is not a new thing. So, seems like it's a standard response that they are. I guess I don't want to say told to say. Yeah, I wouldn't even say standard because it didn't. It didn't even add to. I don't know. I don't know. Reminder, guys, we are at the main event of the show. Get your super chats in. And we'll read them on the air. Uh, if you missed out, we had AEW full gear coverage this weekend. We had a live post-show podcast. And I also live-streamed all the scrums. Serena Deeb, the Young Bucks, John Moxley, Tony Khan. They're all up there. Uh, what, Izzy, a lovely, what a lovely woman Serena Deeb is. Yes, and Izzy couldn't unmute her microphone. And I'm happy about that because she took up for Denise today on Twitter. So I'm I'm glad that Izzy couldn't Sean, unmute her microphone. What? Not not Izzy. What? She crossed me. Izzy, you gotta learn. Izzy, you gotta learn. You're my friend. You gotta learn. Do your heel promos know no bounds? They don't. Uh, We have a lot of people asking about Mandy Rose. Yeah, she hit the apron really hard. I saw it. I saw it. It it looked nasty. It looked really nasty. Um, I don't have any update, but I'm working on it. That was obviously in the, the brouhaha after the Oscar match. Not a lot really there. Uh, people saying, what did Izzy say? Oh, she said that Hollywood Salcedo was great for talking trash about all of our Instagrams. So It was very funny, I have to say. No, it wasn't that funny. It wasn't that funny. Her stuff on Ollie Davis was funny. Yes. Uh, Miz and Morrison come out. Randy Orton ethered John Morrison. He said that John Morrison took his ball, went home, and wrestled in the minor leagues. Dang. I'm glad that WWE doesn't take shots at other companies like AEW does. Yeah, it would would suck if they did that. How many bingo Uh, hall comments have we seen over the last 20 years? We've seen a lot of bingo hall comments. But uh, I think I love this version of Randy Orton. Like, this version of Randy Orton is brilliant. He, for me, play, I don't know whether I'm just taking this, because no one else seems to have picked it up, but maybe it's something that I'm just trying to, like, retrospectively work out in my head, because I like it. But he seemed paranoid, like, genuinely, like, paranoid and concerned, and, like, he was just so caught up with having three people go after him. And I, I, I loved it. I thought it was really, really good, this opening segment, until... The others came out, and then it was kind of like a paint by numbers six yep. six man tag. But uh, before then, I thought the interactions were, were, were really good. Randy's promo was great, delivered well. He completely smacked John Morrison around verbally. Uh, yeah, continues to do some of his best promo work, and we're seeing range out of him. He was he's like paranoid. He's like, I know what you're up to. I know that you use your pull, and I, I do like that. That even Randy Orton is like. I know you've got pull with the USA Network and WWE, and I know you set this up. I like that. Like we, we kind of joke about Miz having that pull, but it's it's happened on the show. We've seen it play out. It's a part of storylines, and Randy Orton recognizing that, I thought was pretty good. It helped put Miz over a little bit. But, oh, this segment was also a advertisement for Miz TV that's going on. Uh, not Miz TV, Miz and Mrs., which is going on right now on the USA Network. Yeah, Marjo rules. New Day comes out. They trolled Randy Orton. I got to say, as soon as Kofi got within arm's length, he got RKO'd. That was very funny. I found that very entertaining. And Drew came out to make the save. But Randy's looking at Miz and Morrison like, I got my eye on you. I like it. 
thought that was mm-hmm. good. Yeah, really good. I like how the the heel and babyface dynamics don't really seem to be so solid in the main event scene right now, which is good. Autumn's being targeted by heels, babyfaces, whatever the fiend is today or tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's I think it's it's an interesting way to take it, and one that I'm definitely not opposed to. Speaking of uh, the fiend, he was not on the show tonight, but Sheamus was backstage, mad about Drew not joining Team Raw. They they make up. Drew lightens him up a little bit. Uh, Sheamus is also mad about Drew teaming with New Day. But Mercy the Buzzard was in the background throughout all this. So that's something. I loved this segment. Like, loved it. I loved how heel and baby faces can be friends without it being like, oh my God, what are they going to do? One of them's hinting at turning. This is clearly planting seeds for a feud, which, if you've watched the 24 documentary, has just so much story, so much history. I mean, Drew, I think, has spoken in interviews before about how much he respects Sheamus, wants to work with Sheamus, how integral Sheamus has been to his career. Mm-hmm. So that's something I definitely want to see. The Mercy the Buzzer thing in the background was another great tease. And I like not having Bray on the show every week. He doesn't need to be on the show every week. He should come up when it's especially The Fiend. So, yeah, I, I, I thought this was good. And the main event scene is stacked enough with enough players that, I think it actually adds something by not having him there rather than feeling like, oh, you're really missing out by not having him there. Yeah, and um, I I like those seeds they're planting. That's a good gig for for Wyatt, (laughs) I'll tell you that much. He doesn't have to wrestle very often. It works. Uh, Adam Pearce tells Orton he's defending the title next week against Drew. Orton is not happy. I'll say this, a big title match, it'll probably end up on DQ, but my God, being a DQ, but... I'm down for a big title match on Raw. We we need something to care about. Yep, I'll watch it on Tuesday morning because if I'm not covering the show, I'm not staying up till yeah. 4 a.m. to watch it. But no, it'll be good. I mean, Drew and Randy more often than not have pulled it out of the bag and had great matches together. This will obviously be helped by the fact it's got commercial breaks, but will still be probably a very good match. So, uh, yeah. And Matt- I've just seen someone in the comments quickly say that you should go onto AEW Dynamite and uh, cut a promo on Eddie Kingston. Can I just say, Eddie Kingston would smoke you. <laughs> like, and a promo? Smoke you. Yeah, yeah, of course he would. Yeah, look at this. Now, I'll be honest. I can cut a good promo. I cut very good promos. I ain't cut it anywhere near, near what Eddie Kingston does. There ain't no chance. Oh my God! Why do you want to see me get embarrassed? Like, are you mad at me? <laughs> what the hell, Matthew Mikowski says I'd be down to see Drew win it back next week. I would too. No, only because then what? Like you've done a match that Drew Ma- that Triple H had. It could be like one for the ages and like a generational match between Drew and Ran- uh, Drew and Roman, and you're going to give that a week's build. They did that with that, uh, WrestleMania last year. It's already been a WrestleMania match, Louie. This is different, though. Is this it? is different Roman Reigns. This is different Drew McIntyre. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I hope, it's, I hope it's not a week's build, but I could you're see right. them doing it. I don't think they will, though. Well, Drew McIntyre and New Day, when New Day did the in-stereo dives, Drew got the hot tag. Orton watches on, walks out. Uh, McIntyre ends up taking Miz and Morrison out himself. Uh, fine match. I do not like the countdown to the Claymore. I don't like it in general. I like it a whole lot less when there's nobody in the building, Louie. The Thunderdome went wild. Oh, that audio is so not real. 
Oh my god! That, like Stephanie trying thinking that she's smooth. Oh, we have a mix of real and and laid in audio. No, it is not a mix of anything. There is no real audio there. Did you see? Stephanie said that the Thunderdome looks even better in person. Oh god! That is the opposite of what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to look good on You're TV, right. not in person. Well, it, it doesn't care what it looks like in person. But it's supposed to look good on TV. It, it does look good. Have you heard Michael Cole call it the visually appealing Thunderdome? Yeah. So uh, this match is fine. Not a lot to it. Baby faces win. Paint by numbers stuff again. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Six That's man it. main event. That's it. That was that yeah. was Monday Night Raw. I thought the the highlights of this show were um, Ali and, and Ricochet, and then the Randy Orton promo. I thought that was about it. Yeah, Sheamus backstage segment I liked, but I think yes, that's more of I, a... I did enjoy that too for the same reasons that you did. Denise is back on the chat. Denise, come on! I I fostered you. I helped you grow into the star that you are becoming. Much like I did, Louis Dangor. I I helped him just learn to become a Quizlemania champion. Now that's not going to happen with Denise ever. Unless she teams with me, which I'm completely fine. Denise and I are the Sting and Luger of Quizzlemania. Like, she's the heel, I'm the baby face, but we team up sometimes and win tag titles. Louis, tell the people where they can follow you, where they can see your stuff. So I'm a the Louis Dangle on Twitter. I do a show with Alex McCarthy on every uh, Tuesday, Friday, and, and Monday when there's been a pay-per-view uh, called The Wrestling Daily on the Wrestle 2 channel, which is basically an hour chat show where we go through the news, talk you guys' comments, have hot takes. Um, so, yeah, it's, that, that's a lot of fun. It's also on a Wednesday and a Thursday with Stephanie Chase and True Heel Heat. So check that out. Uh, that's where the majority of my stuff goes on Wrestle 2 as well. With my interviews, I've got one up with FTR from last week. So, yeah. Thank you very much for having me on, Sean. Of course. Go to bed. Love all those people you mentioned. We had Stephanie on our prediction show last week. She is great. Um, Denise is promoting you. And Thank you, all that. Good, good for her, I guess. But Drew Nicholas wraps us up with a super chat and says, I had to ask, how does anyone in WWE think that retribution entrance camera work is good? It hurts. Yes, it sucks real bad. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel organic. It doesn't feel special. It looks stupid. So I, I was agree. bored during the triple threat match mm-hmm. and I was actually focusing on the camera cuts and I genuinely felt sick. Guys, back on Wednesday... At 2 p.m. for the Listen Your Boy, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.